As we begin lesson seven, we are finishing the table that we've been filling in together through this course. This time we will be focusing on spiritual and moral development. The part of the verse in Luke 52 that says, and Jesus increased in favor with God. And so at this time we look at the column for spiritual development. As we look at this column and as we look at our chart for the final time, we remember the main concepts of development that we have learned in this course. We have learned that there are developmental milestones and that we use those to measure development. We have learned that those milestones occur in a predictable sequence. We have learned that the rate may vary because there are individual differences. We have learned that both heredity and environment contribute as factors in child development. And we have also learned that the process is continuous. It may have spurts and it may have slow moving points, but it is continuous. Each of the phases goes very smoothly into the next and continuously into the next. So as we think about the spiritual development of a child, we realize that the first stage is innocence. When children are born, they are not responsible for their actions until they can understand and they're making conscious decisions. And so we refer to the first stage during their infancy as the stage of innocence. I think as we deal with young children that we often realize and we would question the innocence when we begin to see them willfully disobey, but they um, are in a stage where they're not yet accountable for their actions in those first few years. Then as they grow older, we enter the stage in the preschool years that we call the stage of trust. During this stage of trust, Children will believe whatever you tell them. And this is a great age for them to learn to pray and to send the request to the Lord. Many times missionaries will say that I would rather ask children to pray than anyone else because they, they pray in pure faith. If they pray for rain, they'll take an umbrella. And so they do believe the things that we tell them. It also gives us a great responsibility as teachers because they do believe the things that we tell them and they take them very literally. And so we have a very precious task of explaining to them God's word and God's love and helping them to be ready for salvation as they get older. And we learn uh, in Matthew when Jesus said, let the little children come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. He likens the faith of a little child as the faith that we should have as mature Christians. As they move into the next stage, the stage of conscience. At this age, during the elementary years, children are very black and white in their thinking. This is right and this is wrong and there's no in-between. One of the evidences that we see of this way of thinking is the constant tattling and the constant, but that's not fair because they only see fairness as being the same thing for everyone. They have not yet learned that sometimes what is fair is what is needed in an individual situation. 
And so as they continue through the elementary years and the stage of conscious, conscience, it's very important that we help them to learn right from wrong and that there is a right and there is a wrong and that we can learn this from God's word. Then as they enter adolescence, they enter an age where they need to have their own convictions and they often go through a time when they rebel against what has been taught to them by their pastor, by their teachers, by their parents, because they need to make these convictions their own. And until they make them their own, they will not be intrinsically motivated to follow what is right and what is wrong. So it's very important for them to learn that they should have their own convictions, not just because someone else said so, but according to what they believe. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And as Paul talked to Timothy, he told them that he should not despise his youth, but he should be an example to the believers. And so as these young people grow and develop their own convictions, they can serve as an example for us all.